at Texas Humor tweets, Governor Abbott, what's your take on guacamole and queso? Are you for or against the mixing of these two dips? He responds with the, like by quoting the tweet, which I feel like not many old people would know to do that. Um, yeah, his social, yeah, his manager definitely just he asked him this and he responded and wrote it down. But, and he says, quote, guacamole is one of the seven wonders of Texas. It is not to be diluted even with queso. FYI, queso is another wonder of Texas, but all caps can be combined with other ingredients, but only in the Bob Armstrong dip at Matt's El Rancho. A lot to unpack here, but right off the bat, this tweet was posted at 12.19 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Deep Thoughts <laughs> Fireside Chats with Greg Abbott at midnight. <laughs> yeah, so just, I don't take that for what you will the second is he i don't know if he misunderstood or somewhere got lost the premise of the question got lost in translation um because he's being asked if it's okay to add guac to queso but he responds that it's not okay to add queso to guac which is i'm not even sure if that's a thing yeah i feel like because guac is normally served cold i mean ever i've ever had it it's cold so like i couldn't imagine like switching the ratios and just having some really cold like cold guac and then like just almost instantly solidifying just a teeny like scoop full of queso in there like and also it just look weird so he goes on to say um queso is another wonder wonder of texas which i mean it feels like two of the seven wonders are chip dips <laughs> I mean, already Texas already has like a wonder of the world, the Astrodome. So like, that's like what falls between the Astrodome and guacamole and queso. And it can only be, so that's three of the seven. So there's, there's, there are four (laughs) other things. (laughs) We have to wrap up the entire state in just four things. Um, So that aside, he says queso can be combined with other ingredients, duh, but only in the Bob Armstrong dip at Matt's El Rancho. I'm not sure if this is the press that Matt's El Rancho really wants. (laughs) The way he words it, though, is just so odd because it's like these two don't go together unless they're at this one place, which in case they are together. And a lot of people replicate that. But it's just... And it's a ru- it's definitely a run on sentence, which makes it hard to like. <laughs> yeah, I, I just it's hard to wrap your head around all that's happening yeah. in that one two two sentence tweet. Yeah, and uh, we obviously we've mentioned it countless times. Matzel Rancho is one of our favorites so far, if not the best. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely in like the top three. Um, I, would assume, I imagine. But the idea that only Matt's El Rancho can like put things in queso is just ridiculous. Yeah, all you other places in town, listen here. The governor just said you can't, you can only have plain queso now because only Matt's El Rancho can have guacamole in it. So, would you like to be seated inside or outside? Well, given that the recent cold front did come through Austin. <laughs> high of 94 today yeah, yeah but not inside for sure <laughs> well um that was a slightly lame teaser for, for where we're at today which is red's porch um which obviously has a huge porch that we did not get to take advantage of because it is absolutely 
steaming outside. I'm sure they have fans, but it's not enough. Yeah, I'm sure like maybe at night there it's probably like a great place to be. Yeah, so Red's Porch is a uh, kind of a local. I don't. Can you call it two locations a chain? So I was gonna not say chain, but then I saw they also have a new Round Rock location coming. So I feel like three, three's, two's a restaurant, three's a chain. I thought three was a crowd, but you know <laughs> they have a few locations. Apparently, one coming in Round Rock, one on South Amar, and then the one we, we went into which is in North Austin near the Quarry Lake area. It describes itself as half Tex-Mex, half Cajun, and half Southern, which is... uh, Wrong math. (laughs) (laughs) What business school did you go to, Red? I I definitely saw the half Tex-Mex and half Southern. I didn't really look too deeply at the menu. Cajun? Yeah, I didn't catch any Cajun vibes. Maybe, like... I'm going to guess and say like maybe during like when it's in season, they might have like crawfish on the menu, but like based off of like in-store vibes, I did not see much Cajun, but then again, it's got two other halves of it that are Tex-Mex and uh, Southern. Southern. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, we were obviously there for the Tex-Mex component. Um, they have two quesos. Uh, they have a standard Red's queso, which is labeled as a special blend of cheeses. Just be a little sure, more vague. Sure. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like they're hiding something, but anyway, it's a special blend of cheeses, grilled tomatillos, onions, and chiles. And they have what we got was the queso con todo, and the menu description is uh, just Red's queso with brisket, guacamole, and pico. So, queso con todo uh, means queso with everything. I don't know if that's everything you can put in a queso, but it was quite a lot. Uh, There wasn't a whole lot of, like, bare space in there. Like, there only, like, one space that was, like, had nothing on it. I think the sort of standout and probably a good starting point for us is the brisket. I don't think we've had a queso with brisket before. Yeah, there've been other restaurants that had it, like offered it, but we haven't actually had it yet. I mean, the closest would be pulled pork. And honestly, it was a bit of a mess. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was basically just a huge glob of meat that was really hard to sort of like parse out, like a lot like pulled pork. But I felt like the the pulled pork was easier to separate mm-hmm. on for, so you can have like a little bit of pork on each on each chip but this was like you went in for a little bit of brisket and just like half a cow was just raised out of the queso yeah and i think it's worth noting that just because it says brisket doesn't mean it's barbecue brisket which i this was not that there was no like smoked flavor like brisket generally is that being said its flavor was still very like overpowering even to me if i got a little bit of brisket on the chip that sort of took over everything else like that was all i could taste even if i had like guac or for queso for that matter yeah the the beef flavor was definitely there it was it was present (laughs) it kind of tasted a lot like the pulled pork that we had in a different case like it even though like two obviously like very different proteins like it still tasted very similar but i would say i prefer the pulled pork to this if not just because it was easier to pull apart and eat i guess 
backtracking to what this podcast is the namesake of this podcast the queso itself yeah i feel like on it like by itself it wasn't everything in a bag of chips if you're gonna get it you might as well just pay a little bit extra to get at least guac in it because it's it's at least spice things up a little bit but not actually like spices it was very mild i almost want to say i got like a like a velveta kind of vibe from it i know it's probably not what it was but it, it had that sort of like texture and flavor and it was crock potting pretty pretty hard right off right off the bat yeah you can see the photo that um accompanies this podcast episode with the like you can see like the kind of ten surface tension a little bit in it um but band name velveta vibes <laughs> yeah weekend one or weekend two of acl i don't know let us know on twitter if you want that to be a t-shirt because i honestly that seems that's a good that's a good t-shirt design velveta vibes let you us, might get sued by yeah. velveta by let <laughs> us know if you want us to be in litigation with craft for the next year of our lives <laughs> so we mentioned that if you just got the queso by itself you wanted to get the guac i felt like the guac uh was probably the strongest part of this mixture for me if if there was a menu option where you could just get that together i probably would spring for that more so than the brisket just because again it kind of overpowers everything else that's around it yeah and i feel like when i got just queso and guac it was it, they complemented each other very well one didn't override the other whereas when i threw brisket in the mix it was just all out the window so this is a much more stable reaction going on i noticed that like in the queso itself something that i don't think i've noticed before is that they had red onions in there not like normally we see like just standard like onion onion like white or maybe yellow i don't know but i definitely saw like red onions with like the bits of like purple around the side yeah, i was like that's, that's what that was i was like this i was like this is very interesting like i see it and i'm just like that doesn't look right I don't think it I don't think it tasted right either. Something was like off about that. I think that was part of the pico, right? See, I that's what I thought, but then I also got like some just like bites from like the opposite end of the bowl where the pico couldn't have possibly made it that fa- that far. <laughs> um, and there was the and there queso was, has very strong borders. <laughs> and there was and there was red onion over there too. So yeah, and finally we had probably the weakest link for me which was the pico um there's just too much and it just was like not like chopped enough or i i don't know what my deal was it just felt like it was just always in the way for me and i'm someone who enjoys pico i know you don't like tomatoes so yeah so that was uh it makes it makes sense for you to be the dissenting opinion there but i i even a pico fan i was just like this is this is just in the way just get it i just don't want this anymore yeah if bryce says there's too much of it there's too much of it (laughs) yeah so i think that's toto right that's that's everything uh (laughs) oh man we should really not speak spanish (laughs) we i don't hear i don't hear a we this episode of i love cases so much 
is brought to you by our echo chamber of recommendations to restaurants we've covered. Are you a restaurant in the greater Austin area who happens to serve queso on your menu? If so, there's a chance we've talked about you before. And you may have even heard something like, if you're listening to this and thought, wait, that's me, but probably not because the odds of you listening to this are slim to none. But here you are now, a month to two months after we published this episode. And you're thinking to yourself, who are these people and what do they know about running a restaurant? The answer is we don't, but we have opinions. <laughs> so thanks for listening to our opinions, but probably not for sponsoring this episode. So we've had a, a brief run of, I think, sort of chips that are on the thinner side, but these are were probably a, a medium thickness chip. Pretty plain. The thing that strapped me was they were very corny. Like they were like... You could like you could definitely tell like they were a corn chip like it almost like borderline unflavored Dorito like that kind. Yeah, at least in texture. Yeah, yeah. it was very. Uh, that's one thing. It was very corny. <laughs> so we've got to think of a different adjective. <laughs> Not that corny, but like very cornful. Cornful. That's uh, that's uh, our new shirt. Very cornful. <laughs> yeah, sc- screw the vel- scrap the Velveeta idea. We're gonna get sued anyway. Yeah. We'll just be sued by uh, Monsanto. <laughs> <laughs> yep, they own corn. <laughs> uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't feel the chips here are necessarily tied to the queso experience um, in the way that most are. They they exist and. I mean, yeah, I didn't really have complaints. I'm not even going to say that they needed too much salt or they needed more salt. I, I don't know. They were just, they were just chips. Like, yeah. don't, don't get too deep over there. <laughs> so how much was this? It was like, it was a, a whopping seven ninety five. So not insane. Yeah. It's definitely a sharing portion. It's not like a do it yourself kind of thing i mean it has everything so yeah i mean <laughs> no it's like a pretty sizable bowl like a your average cereal bowl that's the only <laughs> only thing i have to a, compare it to <laughs> certainly not like a loss leader for them or anything but i think for the amount of ingredients it has in it it probably is worth the price uh in both contents and size alone yeah, I mean, because we split it and we didn't get anywhere near finishing it. As far as value, I'd if I could say if I could if you could just say like no pico, I would say it's worth eight bucks. I mean, I mean, I'm sure you can. Yeah, <laughs> Ret- I, yeah. retrospectively, of course. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like this is what I would call good like happy hour queso, which you go in get some drinks and this queso and that's like all you eat. You know, yeah, and like someone to split it with because again, it is kind of a lot. But right, um, right, this isn't the loner's happy hour case. So this is the <laughs> happy hour with friends case. <laughs> <laughs> That's that the loners is like I don't know Alamo draft house so you can eat in the dark. <laughs> um, but overall, I'd say with guac, it was good, and I probably would get it again with guac i maybe i would feel different if it was like truly like barbecued like slow cooked smoked brisket maybe i feel differently but i don't know i with the brisket maybe just get the regular queso 
and add guacamole to it. Yeah, I feel the same way. Uh, we said before the brisket, while an interesting idea and something we were very eager to try is one makes it just incredibly difficult to eat and two is just too overpowering for the queso and its other ingredients they clearly just sort of put everything and the kitchen sink in this queso um probably to their detriment i would say i feel like if as don mentioned if they just scaled it back a bit this would be you know it would move from just like okay to like actually pretty good the main problem being that the cheese itself isn't a standout so it's going to be hard for reds to sort of like it's going to be hard for me to like remember reds going down the line very true maybe it needs more cajun influences yeah i'm curious what a cajun queso would look like just crawfish in the queso If you, but if you do know of a place that has like barbecue brisket in their queso in Austin, let us know. Aaron Franklin, if you're listening, <laughs> add that to the menu, please, or at least bring it to the case off. What that? What case off? <laughs> All right, let's get that chip crunch and take us to the outro. Nice segue there. So, case off is coming up. <laughs> yeah on august 25th i believe don't believe it read it off this poster we have so it's at 1 p.m at the mohawk so if you're not familiar with case off uh, it was actually we were supposed to go last year for the first time but due to some uh unfortunate events including like hurricane harvey um it was canceled uh which was the right call but um so this year's our first case off yes and i am excited i ordered a shirt for this like (laughs) we will be there we'll be recording we'll be eating some queso we'll be doing all the things quick note is a great event because it benefits the central texas food bank so if you bring two free canned goods um or you can just donate two dollars that's how that's how you gain admins into the event so that's pretty cool and i believe chips are five dollars five dollars back yeah which you kind of (laughs) need I don't think they let you do like queso shots <laughs> or I don't think there's like a BYO chips either. Probably some health rules about that. And if you do stumble upon us, we also will have stickers. 400 of them. Uh, yeah, we may have overordered. Get them off our hands or specifically Bryce's hands because they're just <laughs> at his place. They're, they're everywhere. They are on the floor, in the cabinets, on his desk. Like they're just everywhere. Yeah, these stickers got to go. So we'll be trying queso, slinging stickers. Case off August 25th, 1 p.m. Mohawk. If you can't make it, you'll be able to catch our case off episode at all of the normal venues, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and more. And you can tweet us, harass us at queso podcast on Twitter. So we'll see you guys on the on the other side of so much queso. L- more cases than we probably would know what to do with ourselves. Like we... Like, there are, what, I think over 30 entrants? That's a lot of queso. Oh, gosh. If you're you're not there, you really are square. 